two or more patents and a government contract. Two or more patents and a government contract. All right, that would be nice. So, what would they be for? Demery cerebral neurophasing is intended to complement and support currently prescribed mental health and medical procedures. All right, <clears throat> so that is what we are going to shoot for. But first, we're going to continue to have various breaks in order to check IDs. All right. Thank you. Shit is cold. <laughs> Yeah, cold. you know what? I'm actually sweating a little bit. Really? Have fun. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so demi cerebral neurophasing is intended to complement and support currently prescribed mental health and medical procedures. There's a very specific way to calculate the frequencies to have certain effects and it's very simple and logical and this is the, one of the process processes to be patented as well as various very specific settings and uses for the, the frequencies frequency formulas i call them demonstrable neurophasing uh, they are vibrational medicine, vibrational meditation, and we have, amongst other things, uh, a few ways to implement this in a very specific way. Good evening, sir. Can I see your ID, please? And very much. Have a good evening. Okay, so now this patent. So demiphase is my uh, is my proprietary. Uh, <laughs> that's just my brand name, demiphase, and it's short for demi cerebral neurophasing. Now. Where this comes from is from uh, a very deep dive into composing, creating, producing, and formulating various uh, binaural beat frequencies for dozens of different purposes um, under the name, the working name of demiphase or demicerebral neurophasing. Hello, Scott. Demi-cerebral neurophasing. And demi-cerebral neurophasing is based off of some technology. Ladies, your IDs, please. Demi-cerebral neurophasing is based off of technology called hemisync. Hemisync is short for hemispheric synchronization. Hemispheric synchronization simply refers to the observation that the brain's waves can cycle to match each other <laughs> as they are entrained to follow a certain frequency. The frequency being the difference between two tones played between the right and the left ear.
So, so your brain, you can entrain, they call it brainwave entrainment. It's also called frequency following. Uh, usually that's the name that I've heard in psycho psychological research is frequency following. So there are several different ways and variations of using this. However, also, this can also be used for the uh, creation of something that you can erase. Uh, you can reduce the, the severity of nightmares um, with this technology uh, and deal with PTSD uh, within soldiers. So there are various uses that are focused on trauma of all kinds. It's focused on the alleviation of trauma of all kinds. Fine. Yes, uh, thank you, uh, Scott. <laughs> it's not the CIA's gateway process. I know he left the room. I'm going to have to drop a, a link on him here. What's up, Extra? How you doing? Because I love it how people, you know, it, they're very sweet. They want to teach us everything. I'm good, man. I'm all right. I'm all right. All right, well, you better hit it, girl. So, I have I have a link to the gate. Are you at work, extra? What are you doing? Oh, that's good for you. That's good for you, extra, that you're off. Um, I'm looking up some article here about the gateway. Um, let me see. I have it on my site, so I'm going to put it there for Mr. Scott. Man, it's way down there in my my, my website, uniquilibrium.com. It's part of the, it's one, the link that I put here. So I'm going to find it once I do. I'm going to get it in there. Good evening. Can I see your IDs, please? Extra, what were you saying? Uh, one more time. So you can just look. You can leave it anywhere here. Nobody's gonna get to that. So I'm saying, can I hide it behind? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'll and I'll put like one of my, my books. Yeah, I'll put one of my books up here or something. Because like that. I just Yes, I got you. Okay. All right. So, all right. Sorry, extra. Sometimes when I get when it gets a uh, sort of crowding around here, it's difficult to hear, especially when they're going to the door uh, with the music. So, let's see. Into the realm of demi phase. Where is this? Oh, I found. I think it's this one called "How to Use Binaural Bees." Yep, I found it. That's the one. So I'm going to put that there for Scott. All right. See, Scott jumped out of here because 
he doesn't realize that the thing that I'm working on. Good evening, ladies. Hi. Good evening. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna check that. So Scott doesn't realize that of the extensive research that was done. Hold on. What, what's going on here? Oh, we just went coming back. Yeah, yeah. Hold on for a second. Okay. I haven't seen you before. Uh, I don't just see in your bag, man. I just need to see your ID. Thank you. Thank you. Just your ID. Welcome back. <laughs> All right. Wow. So let's see. The uh, I'm going to put this in the chat here. This link. Yeah, it's 2021, May 18. Yeah, see, he's a, you know what, I just, thank you for, it's, oh boy, yeah, just, uh, he put in the, 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 the chats, like, see, this is what's funny about people with incomplete information, he's like, Hemi Singh from Monroe Institute has been around since 1960s for these and other purposes. Well, the, the Monroe Institute hasn't been around for, since that long, but and it's, it's from Robert Monroe, who the Monroe Institute is founded from. And the gateway process is not from the CIA. Now maybe he was writing that for brevity. But, uh, these things have to, when you're, when you're giving a presentation, right, you have to give the details for people who are new to this stuff. Before you get up to the stuff that people don't know. Don't, don't, so don't now he's lost. You, man. you know you're doing what's right. <laughs> you got to set the stage. The universe. No, it's not, you're, that's a mistake. It's not, there's nothing getting to me. I'm just I'm laughing. Because... <laughs> He's just coming in here like, and this and this and that. <laughs> and it's like, just slow down, bro. I haven't gotten to anything yet. I just started. Look at the time. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? It's like, chill out. Chill out, Scott. All right? Take it easy. We're not there yet. Man, this is a, this is a buildup. We got to go. We got to take it little by little before we get to the good stuff. There's other people that don't know what you know or what you think you know. So we've got we've to move a little by little. All right. So, yes, now, so the Monroe Institute is actually here in Virginia, where I am. Good evening. Yes, I would like to see. Yes, sir. Now, I really don't want to see the ID, but that I have to. It's my job. Oh, it's okay. How are you doing tonight? I'm great. How are you? Good. Where, where's that accent from? Where are you from? Palestine, Jerusalem. Palestine? Yes. Oh, nice. The Holy Land. Well, what, what languages do you speak? Arabic. Arabic. Yes. Okay. Amazing. Really? What did I just do with it? I just oh, hell no. She's not going to ruin my night. 
Actually, there's an interesting technology um, from, let me see what I, I named it. So this is the whole new uh, thing here. I put all my weapons in the car, man. All the weapons are in the car. Yeah, I put them in the car, man. Oh, I got the very creative. He, he got all the weapons in the car. That's very creative. <laughs> on point though with what you're talking about and that's so yeah so they 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 found a way to erase memories basically um and so the way it's done is that when a person has a memory or they have an experience what you do is you find something that's associated with the memory so let's say for example um this is this is what's crazy dude this is how you can control the memories of people so while something is happening, so when somebody, if, if there's a traumatic event going on, all you have to do is like, if you have carefully placed like speakers or something somewhere. I was ordering here, what's going on? You want to say ID? Oh, this is a cigar, right? So um, what you do, You would play a tone or some different notes while the experience was happening. 
because this is like a planned ahead of time thing. Like, let's just say the different organizations decide to plant different uh, speaker devices, like they could play back a tone, right, when they decided they needed to do that. Because we know that natural disasters, terrorist attacks, uh, car accidents, all different kinds of things, mass shootings, whatever, anything can happen at any given time. And so they set up these different sound emitting devices to be able to emit specific tones at a specific whenever these events happen. Then what goes on is that what they do is they can do, use that, that mnemonic specific recall by playing those tones again and having the person remember them, those memories. But they have to do it before the person experiences REM sleep. And so they have to continue to recall those memories, to retrieve those memories before the person has REM sleep. And if, as they continue to do that, they cause this process that, that they've labeled retrieval-induced forgetting. And um, I've called it recall-induced amnesia, RIA. But it's the same thing, and I'm just fucking around with the terms. But I think that's fascinating. So because they found that REM sleep, the sleep when you dream, the REM, rapid eye movement sleep, is the period of point in time in sleep when, uh, for example, Uh, the period of time of sleep when you're when you're dreaming and when you're able to solidify those memories from sh from uh, your short-term memory to long-term memory, basically. And so you have all bundled in one here with the use of binaural beats and certain different ways that you apply it. You can relieve trauma and you can delete memories for all they we know so far what it seems like but you can at least reduce the severity of the emotional attachment that people have to them which can be very useful for a lot of things however there are other things that can do that and there are other ways and the process is actually um it's not a secret and there's a lot of confounding here because i already know of and already practice, and I've already seen other things that require nothing more than a person to practice breathing exercises and a few other things that they can do all by themselves if they just follow the formula. And it's what I usually call systematic desensitization, but that fall, but that's something I learned from the Hypnosis Motivation Institute and that I've uh, uh, adopted and adapted to my own needs. So I've studied it, I've uh, adopted it, and I've practiced, now I've adapted it. Hold on, miss, I need to see your ID, please. And I've adapted it. So, the process is study, adopt, practice, adapt, and share. So, it's the acronym is S-A-P-A-S. Excuse me, miss. The door opens outward. And furthermore, from the Hypnosis Motivation Institute, uh, several other st studies into various other forms of uh, different therapies have shown that incremental change is one of the best ways to go and also to study change. So I've also, so, so 
the, this process that I've created falls under the category of what I call SWITCH. And again, I love the acronyms because it helps me to recall what I'm working with. And it stands for, uh, SWITCH is for Sine Wave Incremental Thought Change Hypnosis. It could also be called Second Wave or whatever S word you want to, but it's just, it's really about the incremental thought change hypnosis. But I'm not going to call it itch. So I'd rather call it switch, right? So that's what I added the S W, itch, the incremental thought change hypnosis. Right? I don't know. <laughs> you know, for some people maybe that might work. They're like, what are you doing? I'm itching. <laughs> I got that itch, that incremental thought change hypnosis. Right? So instead, yeah. Big job, I'm learning. Yes, sir. Well, good evening. Are you ladies going to Central 111? Yes. All right. Let me check your IDs, please. <laughs> Thank you very much. Look, we got the red carpet out for us and everything. That's right. Me too, because we old as fuck. Hello, little sister. It smells like weed everywhere. It doesn't it? Yes. Very smelly. Oh, no. Hey. Yes. 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 get some music and some soundtrack in between. Alright, so a lot of this stuff has already been done like so there are ways for example so the incremental incremental change is the, is the key to hold on to here. Just incremental change. Step by step, little by little, because you can get people off of crack, heroin and all kind of stuff through incremental change. You can help people with cigarette smoking. They teach this in the Hypnosis Motivation Institute and it's just recently been confirmed inside the uh, Neuroscience News articles. IDs please. And the thing that has been confirmed in the Neuroscience News articles are that you can uh, re slowly reduce the amount of something and not have an addiction. Uh, and, well, not have the addiction cause severe withdrawal. Let me let me say it again, and quell the addiction so that there's not a severe withdrawal from the substance if you incrementally re reduce the amount. So, like for example, one day if you're on for one week you're on 400 milligrams of clozapine. You know, this is just an example. Nobody should be doing this. Then the next week you go down to uh, four, seven, 375. And then the next week after that, you go to like 360. Because you're reducing less and less. You're reducing a percentage. Um, and you could use like this. So Dr. Peter Bregan teaches this in Your Drug May Be Your Problem, for example. Uh, so there are various different places that teach this incremental reduction this incremental increase, just like you would with anything else, like exercising your mind, for example. So, so this incremental change is the key to a lot of things. Now, there are a lot of rapid changes that can happen 
but it seems like incremental change would be the best thing that you can do. Let's see how deep this is. And the interesting thing too, though, is that uh, this can be done in a different way. There, there was there are a lot of people who who laugh at something. Now here's the real the real meat and potatoes here. So a lot of people, maybe even you, extra, when you go to the gym or if you lift weights, you pro pro a lot of people isolate different parts of their body, like their bodybuilding. They do biceps. Today I'm going to do biceps. Today I'm going to do back and this. Today I'm going to do this and this and that. And they do that. Now. That's great if you want to be a bodybuilder and have very little functionality. I work out my entire body every day, full body workouts from top to bottom. Every day. That's right. Every day. Load-bearing, weight-bearing, resistance training exercises, whether they be calisthenics or otherwise. What's up, man? So, with that being said, I also only do, usually only do one set of these exercises. Sometimes I'll do three sets, but that's very rare. And even more rare is for me to go even higher reps and sets and stuff like that than usual. So, like, for example, I'll go into the gym. And so these are my no warm-up. Uh, pushes, for example, and everything is relative to this. So just keep this in mind, but everybody likes to measure things by a good bench press. So I can go into the gym cold with no warm-up and bench press 225, anywhere between, depending on how I feel, five to eight times with no warm-up. Um, and I can get to this level very quickly by simply starting one day and pressing 225 once. The next day, going and do it once. The next day, going and doing it twice. And following basically like a Fibonacci sequence all the way up. But, but, but not really. Like I can do one, one, two, and stay on two for a little while, then go to three for a little while, then go to five, right? And then eventually you're at eight, and then 10. And if you keep on doing that, you can get really super strong and ripped and crazy, uh, uh, have a lot of endurance because you're doing it a little bit every day, but you can get strong really fast. I'm not even just talking smack, I did this. Actually, one day some guys were benching 225 and I hadn't been on the weights for a while. So I just went over and I said, hey, let me see if I can still do this. And so while they were sitting there spotting me, um, I pushed 225 off the ball once and it was very difficult, it's kind of shaking. It didn't go how I wanted it to go, but I did it by myself with no help, right? So, yep. And so then, yes, and so then I just kept on going up, and I did that with squats, did with pull ups, and eventually I, I I gave up the squats to just stick to doing the whole rack of the leg press like 10 to 12 times and just kept building that up and doing all the exercises again. So, but you can 
can't get there. It's just that it takes practice. You can't be a lazy fuck. Oh boy. So, but but people think like this guy was just because a lot of people work out a certain way doesn't mean you have to do that. Doesn't mean that it has to be done like that. Um, and it doesn't even mean like I'm. The crazy thing is I'm stronger than a lot of people because of how I do it. Like imagine I'm doing one set a day, so I know for a fact that I can do at least that much the next day. I'm not going to be sore. And it's just like a test. But it's just, all it is is you just being like, oh yeah, it's a check. I can do this. And naturally, for some reason, you just get really super strong from doing it once a day and increasing it as much as you can. You know, to just the next day try to go for one more rep. You may. Well, that's it. Well, I'm gonna have to continue without me attempting to file my test to get that jump. But I need to put this down. Alright ma'am. Not like you'll be able to hear it inside. Um Yeah, well if you if the, if you uh, press every day Actually, like if you just go down to 200, for example, and uh, or if that's 215 is what you have, if you just stick to that, man, and I don't know, there's just something about what I'm doing. I, I found that I can just exponentially increase my maybe it's something that has to do with me. Maybe I'm a mutant, I don't know, but I just keep getting stronger when I work out like that. And then I let it go for a little while because I don't need to do that. And, I st and then I started sticking to doing push ups and bodyweight exercises and riding my bike, which I'm doing now. Basically, what I do is I just do whatever is most available and most convenient for me to continue to do full body exercises every day. Um, and when I'm not using like weights, like an iron weights in the gym, then I'm using calisthenics and my own body weight and doing a lot of controlled movements. And I also maintain a high level of flexibility for most parts of my body. There's a few things that aren't, like I got some hip issues, but. Um, when I say hip issues, meaning that they could be a little bit more flexible than they are, but they do me just right. So, all right, I'm gonna pop out of here. And probably get back on and figure something else out. All right, extra. Are you doing your show? You're gonna be doing your show later, right? At uh, three o'clock in the morning. So at three o'clock, right? You're gonna do the shenanigans. Yes, yes. Probably, I think it's three ten, but yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna try to do an hour, but if conversation is good and we're still going, we'll go long as the conversation is good. But if not, I get off at an hour because I know the time changing, and I know people might be sleep to start off with. Yeah, it's uh. <laughs> So why, do you, why did you do the show at that time in the morning? Was it because of your work schedule before? No, it's because nobody was really doing it at that time, number one. And then number two, I, I wanted to show everybody that you can broadcast on time of Nobody was broadcasting at it. You know, there was an open spot and nobody was broadcasting. People were starting. Yeah. To 
pero... But um, I've been kind of drinking right now, and hopefully um, <laughs> uh, everything will work out by that time. I do have a question that I'm going to start off with the room with asking um, this one question, and then we're going to see what happens. Really legally, you're not supposed to let anybody in without an ID. By law, ABC, they can All right, what are you going to do in the meantime? Hey, you be safe out there, man. Sorry, man. But I'm going to close this room, Mr. Extra, and um, I'll catch up with you later, hopefully. Oh, yeah. yeah, by the I way, Sloan like wanted to talk to you about to do here, what you do here. There are a lot of things that I do that have very specific purposes, and you'll see, see in a minute what they're about. But he wants to know about what you do in your private rooms on here. I mentioned it, but I couldn't explain to her thoroughly about it. So Wait, Sloan probably wants to know about what? She probably wants to Okay. Oh. Okay, bro. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll get in touch with her. Okay. Appreciate that heads up. All right, brother. All right, later.